welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Ro, and we are here to review a film for the Fantasia Fest. We are view, uh, reviewing uh, the film Raging Fire that stars Donnie Yen in it, who um, ages really well. Um, I don't think he ages. I don't think he does either. Yeah. I think he just decided he was done doing that because I was taken aback at how well he looked <laughs> in this movie. Oh, I'm trying to find out. So the director of this was Benny, uh, uh, Benny Chan. And yeah. I saw that they um, had a memorial to him at the end of the film. And I was like, oh, what happened? And so, yeah, he apparently um, was diagnosed with cancer and, and died while working on the film. Yeah, this is his last project. If yeah. you haven't watched other Benny Chan films, um, given our perchance for this type of thing, I think I think you would enjoy his yeah. projects. Yeah, I'm looking through some of the ones he's done. I think I've seen some of these. Wait, so. you've probably seen some. You've seen a police a police story, new police story with Jackie Chan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm that's saying. Benny Chan. That's Benny Chan. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, it's also Fish of Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, White yeah, Storm. Yeah, that's yeah. Benny Chan. Yeah, hey, I've seen these. Yeah, I did, I just didn't know. I was like. I didn't know he he like literally died while working on the film. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but that's why I was being all aggy about it once I found out um, that it was at Fantasia Fest. Well, I'm sorry. Let me not say he would die. He didn't die while working on the film. He was diagnosed while he got sick while working on the film. He was diagnosed with the cancer in 2019. He died a year later in August of 2020. So sorry. Right. Want to want to get clear on that? So. Hmm. I mean, but um. Yeah, but uh, it's I I don't know what the, I mean. It's Donnie Yen, and, but I, mean, I mean, but it's more than just okay. We used to people are not used to Donnie Yen not as Ip Man lately. Oh, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Okay, so I think him coming back and it being a police procedural this is a whole ass revenge story heist film it's 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 a little bit of is is that you got a little bit of heat in here you got a little mm-hmm. bit of everything in here like i <laughs> this is what i love about this is what i love about foreign films they throw a lot at you and like you're going to catch up you'll 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 get up to speed they don't hold your hand because it takes you a while to figure out what the hell's going on cuz they just be dropping names you're like who the fuck is bill cuz at one point <laughs> They're like, yeah, Bill was a good man. I was like, who was Bill? Was Bill the guy they killed in the beginning? Then you get the backstory. Then you get the the, the flashback. Like literally, like not even like the next scene, but like like maybe like three or four scenes later, you finally get the flashback. You're like, oh, that's Bill. Oh, and don't you feel terrible? And you you actually do feel bad. Like it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, these were some these, these were some crooked cops, but at the same time, I was like, they weren't alone. They but they, were they? Okay, I will have to. Ma'am, ma'am, what? Hold on, wait. Mm. Let Mm. me explain myself. Mm. Please, can I? Go ahead. I'm not saying they're good cops, but I understand how they got themselves into this mess, and I can understand uh, if you did your job. And you got hung out to dry, and it looks like everybody who swore up and down, if you do what we say, will have your back, turn their back on you. That after you, if you survive, what happens to you after that? You're gonna want your revenge. And I'm not gonna lie, there is a point at this movie where I, I said out loud, 
I really hope they at least get their revenge before they go down. And then I realized this is just who I am and I'm just going to have to process this as well about myself. So I, I will, I will give you that. There are definitely other people that were also crooked and bad and need to be taken down a peg or several and they get theirs coming too. Yes. But these six officers were definitely oh. not good cops. I mean, oh, no, like, no. They started, they, I mean, they cro- it's that thing of you cross the line, right? You, they were good cops. They were good cops. And then they crossed the line. And there's, a, there's, the- there's something that happens at the end of the film when, um, uh, what is, what is the name? What is the guy who uh, was the leader of the bad cops? Oh. Um, his but, real name is Nicholas. Uh, I think he's but anyway, N-O-G it, Nong at no. the, is his last name. I okay, can't remember yeah, his, his name. His character at the end says something to um, to uh, what's the, oh, Donnie Yen's character? Chan. 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 Says something to Chang. He's like, what would have happened if we had picked the, if we had switched which criminal we had went after? Right? right. Would we be in the same? Would it have been the same situation? Would you have done what we like? And again, I think that's a good question. You know, because right. you know, Chen is, is on some. Well, he's the he's the stereotypical good cop. You know, even when asked to do something uh, that'll like get him a promotion or make him look good in front of the higher ups, he will you know prosecute the other. He'll do the he'll do the the right thing. But I'm not gonna lie, he was on he was on the stand a couple times. He was trying his hardest to kind of give them an out. He didn't completely throw them under the bus. So it no. makes me go, it was like, well, you know, that's a good question. W- would he have been all, you know, Boy Scout cop had he had gotten that that other and told, you got coverage, do whatever you need to do. Because there's a couple think- times in here he 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 crossed the line himself a couple times here. See, I also think this is a difference of what happens and what we consider to be what's allowable in policing and what the standards are. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. There's a line, but they got a whole lot more leeway with what they get away with before they <laughs> actually bring somebody yeah, into the box. Right, right. So there's there's a there's a there's a big divide between what they can do in the field <laughs> and then what gets recorded once you hit police headquarters. So we do have to acknowledge that. And I did. And I think that's why I really like the story and why I think it works better than a lot of domestic narratives that try to run in this lane. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you got you got shades of heat here. You got shades of the 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 um of Den of Thieves here. Uh, you've got uh, like every revenge thriller ever here, you know, all mixed in. And it's a really simple, straightforward story. Shan is highly respected. He's a but he's in trouble too. Almost every case he closes, somebody complains about something right. he did. Right? right. So, but his bosses are like, yeah, 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 yeah. But what we need you to be is a team player. And that's when you kind of have to realize that the hard line for him is a different kind of corruption, right? What they do in pursuit of the bad guy always has to be measured within that other confines. And it seems like from you realize later that Nyong and the other rest of this crew, they were younger than Chan. They were like his protégés, you know, they were up and they were the up and comers coming behind them. And you get this through all different parts of the story um, that they have they have like a bond. and they in and of themselves were a team Mm -hmm. and they backed up Shan. So 
then you get that there's almost always a, a existential what if, which is the question of, you know, if they reverse roles, does Shan end up jacked up the way Nyog does? Or would he still be him? Is there a line that he's learned not to cross? Is there a point past which he doesn't listen to the powers that be pushing him to get them what they want? And I really liked it because you meet Shan after all of this stuff has happened right. and you get to see where he is and where he draws his lines. And, so and, the other question and, is, is did he end up that way because he wasn't able to save his, his guys? Because I, when right. it came down to it, there was one lie he couldn't tell because it was the, they, you know, they asked him something that he just couldn't find a way to tap dance around. Or even better. Was it, was, is his whole, you know, thumbing his nose at his superiors and, and because he knows what they that they threw those other his other guys under the bus. I don't and, think that he knew that they threw them under the bus. I don't think that he realized. You're right. You know what? You're right. Because when when old boy yeah. confessed to it, he yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I think I think that I think so when you got a movie that moves as fast as this does, but it's got such a very simple, straightforward yeah. story. And they still manage to throw in these layers of like, you know, corruption. And and given that this is a Hong Kong movie, mm-hmm. they be threading talk, the needle yeah, real close, be talking yeah, about yeah, government yeah, corruption. Yeah, talking about and, corruption. Yeah, 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 yeah. And taking yeah, bribes. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, God bless y'all. Where y'all make this movie? Are you safe? But um, I think it's another nuance for us to look at it. What it talks about is like who's in whose pocket and you know, what are you willing to sell? And for Shan, he's like, he's like, there's a lot I'll do in pursuit of the bad guy. Right. I'm not trying to get promoted. I'm not trying to be liked. I'm trying to be a good cop. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why your first initial comment when you were like, everybody, I'm like, but I don't know, because don't get me wrong. This crew went to jail and mm-hmm. came out whole ass criminals. Well, well, and, well, and, and this is where I like because in America, this film would have been two and a half, three hours long. And right. the reason for it was they would have shown you what they all went through in, 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 in prison where you didn't need that. You could see that when you get the flashbacks and you're, you're looking at something, you're like, oh, wow, you look so young and innocent. And what, what a difference a haircut and glasses make. You know, you, you don't look so sweet. You look so sweet and innocent and everything like that. And then they come out. You can see they had... Um, they had cut. One of them was burned terribly. You find out a little bit more. He's got some other issues too. Like there's all these things that you, you find out later on that they went through while they're, cause again, they even say it's like we were cops and we put some of these people in prison and then we right. were sent to that prison. Right. Right. And so like you, you're right. When they came out, they were a whole ass criminal. Cause they, at that point they were like, yeah, everybody abandoned us. Everybody abandoned us. Everything we were told, um, we were on our way to promotion. We were the hotshot crew. We got abandoned and left for the wolves, and so we became wolves, you know. And right. and right. and and that's yeah. the thing that I like about this type of story being told from a decidedly non-Western perspective, mm-hmm. because, like you said, we this would have been a prison movie. Mm-hmm. Like they would have showed the uh, um, instead of the movie opening with Donnie Yen. And I do think it's nice the juxtaposition they gave you of who Donnie was at the beginning of the movie. He's married now. His wife is pregnant. He's got Mm -hmm. a very calm and peaceful home life. She's deeply worried about what he does. Um, He's supposed to be at the age where he's, you know, moving up towards a desk job, but he's still a street cop. Mm -hmm. He's a detective. He still runs a unit, 
which is a marked difference from like the U.S. system in that regard for what happens when you become a desk cop. Uh, but, you know, she's like, you be careful out there. And But he's very careful to keep a lot of stuff out of his house. So you don't get a lot of his home life, but you do get a sense that he loves his wife. Um, they have a good marriage. Their home works. And that's his oasis. And then you get him at work. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how they introduce the um, Shan to us. Mm-hmm. And then um, later on, you get like an abrupt cut scene and you meet this crew and you don't know anything about them, about, except they about to get up to something. Right. And, 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 in between and, and, that, and if you and if you fuck something up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. a little intense there. A little intense. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm absurdly attached to uh, Nicholas C. He's a fantastic actor, yeah. and oh, I like great. it when they let him go crazy, guys, because he actually is just as uh, capable when it comes to like the action to carry his mm-hmm. weight as Donnie Yen and any of the other big boys were. Like he was in New Police Story too. He was in Bodyguards and Assassins. I am a fan, so I think it's easy to miss some of the nuance that's built into that character because they, it opens up. And the the crew, like the bad guys, that feels like an American movie we've seen yeah. before, and that that mm-hmm. would be the whole movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and, and, and again, you guys notice we're talking about all this stuff, and we haven't even gotten to the action scenes, but we'll get no. to those. But like, because there's actually an interesting story here. It's actually a pretty, uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I turned it on. I was like, all right, cool. I know what we're here for. But it's like, oh man, it's two hours long. I don't know if I could, and I was like, oh wow, no, was, I enjoy the fact that it was actually that long because it's actually a really nuanced story where there's actually not a lot of good people <laughs> in, the, in the film. No, it's no. a lot of bad guys in this film. Yeah, the wait, only people wait, in wait this a minute, movie Nicholas, who are innocent are the poor toddlers the, who seem to be in the wrong place at the wrong time this, over and over again. This dude is 40. Get the fuck out of here. Who? Nicholas. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. what are you... What is what is their skincare products? What are they using over there? They are blessed and highly favored. Jesus, hey, what the hell? I don't remember how old is Donnie now. Donnie like in fifties. Uh huh. They're just grown ass men beating the hell out of each other. Most of the people in this movie have been. He's almost sixty. He's fifty eight. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Most of the people in this movie have been down with Benny Chan since almost the beginning. So when you look at his catalog, right. these are the names of the people who you see. So they've been around for a while. Like we like, you know, they wasn't young when they did Shaolin in 2011. So imagine the age they are now. Yeah. 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 He's 40. And he about to be 41, too. Or did he just turn 40? I can't remember. Uh, I only stalk him lightly. I promise. I think he is about to be 40. Forty-one. I'm just saying. Yeah, he turns forty-one on August twenty-ninth. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A Leo. Hmm. No comment. Just in case Joy hears this, or any of the other Leos, I seem to be surrounded by. In Doc Leo too? Did she just have a birthday? That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I just I really like the synopsis that came in the email was like a highly respected hardline cop with a hot, long history of solving success on dangerous cases. However, his past unexpectedly comes back to haunt him when a sting operation is attacked by mysterious groups of cr- criminals led by Yang, his former protege. And I was like, 
it's Benny Chan project. It's a Donnie Yen movie. It's a Nicholas C movie. I'm going to see it, but that feels real basic. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to miss that this movie isn't basic because of the way they give it to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just, I, I have to have respect for the, the, first of all, can we talk about the chase scenes? Yeah. And the, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the action in this film, it, again, is what you would expect. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It is, it's great. And it, it's another one of those things where you're just like, American directors, you could never, you know, it's just like, <sighs> mm-hmm. I, Every now and then you get one American director that can do this, to can come close to this. But I'm just, I'm looking at this like, imagine, basically like this. And I was thinking about this. Imagine Heat, but with like Raid and John Wick, you know, because I'm adding John Wick in just for the gunplay and John Wick action scenes. And Big Bullet. And Big Bullet. Like, add all that into one film and that's what you got with Raging Fire. Yeah, the opening me, fight sequence, and, that, and that's that's the, and that's, that's, the, that's the opening, right? That's that's just the opening with the with the um with the the first the the, the first raid that goes bad, right? And you're, I'm just watching, going like, and it and it and it and the thing I like about it is it knows what you came here for, but it's like you're gonna get this story as well, and so they made it, you wait so, so you long. so they make you wait a little bit for the big action scenes, but when they get it, like when they um. When they when, when there's a there's a scene where they're taking right before the 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 last big score they do where they take down old boy that uh, they were setting up and at one point one of them throws a gun back to the other one he catches it loads it and then shoots it like it's just one of the, it's just a, such a smooth ass fucking scene you're just like and it's it all, so disrespectful right, it's so disrespectful <laughs> the entire like that entire scene is just disrespectful to everybody who's not the crew you're like everyone got disrespected in that scene everyone it's like if this is what the this is the culmination of years mm-hmm. of action cinema yeah like really really just yeah. there's one moment in there where you think he's gonna do like the standard uh uh wire work and then you realize no, he gonna stand there and just beat everybody one by one as they mm-hmm. come through that door. Mm-hmm. 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 And I was like, "How dare you?" He, mm-hmm. they're just throwing each other around. At one point in time, he does a back walkover and bitch slaps somebody in the face with his feet. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. wasn't even the fancy, the fancy work. Yeah, like this grown ass man is running people down. At one point in time, he does do kind of like a a adjacent walk after somebody, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm not going to spoil because this is this was a delightfully moment for me. It's like he's walking towards him, and then something happens. I actually sat all the way up and said, "Oh shit!" out loud. Mm -hmm. And it's been a while since I have not only been invested in the story in an action flick, invested right. in the characters, even realizing that I am rooting for the wrong people mm-hmm. for possibly the right reasons. But at the end, I already know I'm still going to be rooting for Shan. Mm-hmm. And then also be at one point when one of the, um, the, the car chases, I'm like, what in the French connection is this? Yeah. And I just started realizing these are the things that are ticking through my head when you think about it. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. I mean, 
Like I said, okay. this is this is a this is this 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 one has it all, and it's very uh, like I said, the action is going to grab you in, and uh, uh, again, I, I I was caught off guard by the story, you know, and again, it's a typical overseas story, and I I group all overseas f- films in this that particularly when when they're um when they're Asian, whether they're Korean based, Chinese based, or anything like that, they are um. I like him because they, again, they, and we say this very often all the time, they don't hold your hand. They expect you to be able to pick things up. And there's a, there's, it's not, it's a linear story, but they do flashbacks every now and then they cut in and they expect you to catch up and that's where they're going to fill stuff in. Like, you're going to be like, who the fuck is Bill? And you're going to find out who Bill is. And you're going to be like, damn, yeah, RIP Bill, fuck. That's yeah, you're going to like, you like, reach gonna... a point where you're all going to find yourself petitioning Chris for membership mm-hmm. and I, I'm the membership chair. So he's going to send you to me because you're going to have a moment where you say, I'm, I don't agree, but I understand. And, I totally and, and I get it. And I'll give him this too. It's like, you're going to have those moments and then you're going to, then you're going to go, then you're going to snap back and go like, Oh, but you guys are evil as shit and don't give a shit. Like there's that. But they too. give right. that to you in the moment. Right. There's literally exactly. a moment where someone says, what are you doing? Right. It's like, we can understand why you were doing, why you were upset, but don't do this. And, and tries to give him out, and they still go down. And he's like, you see that path, you see that line they cross, and you're like, huh, nope, you cross that line, you're gonna have there to get ain't your... no coming back now. Ain't no coming back from that. And, and, and in a way, you kind of feel like they, again, this, this to me goes down to like where I get the heat vibe in it. It's like in heat, where they're like, yeah, no, nah, we're not going back to jail. So we're yeah. in it. We're, we're in it to end it. We're in it to end it. How are we, how are we go? We go. But we ain't going back to jail, so... Did that mean taking everybody who wronged us down with us and we go out in a blaze of glory? Then fine. And you, and you see that. You feel that. You're like, ooh, this is, mm-hmm. these are not the people you want to fuck with because they, they are going to, they're they going to, yeah, they're going to take everybody down with them as much as possible. You know? The level of zero fucks by the end of the third act yeah. is just, you can feel it. Yeah. Right before there's a flying armbar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. But, um, but not even not even just that. I mean, um, I I know I watch a lot of these movies, and some of them they like to give them this slightly contemporary sheen, but it's really really not a contemporary movie. This is a contemporary movie. Mm-hmm. Like it looks, it feels, and it moves like a contemporary movie. But the action choreography. Mm-hmm. And then all the different set pieces, because it's not like one or two plates. They go all over the city, or at least it feels like they do, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Did you see Den of Thieves? Did you do that to yourself? Yeah, I saw Den of Thieves. Yeah. Okay. They're actually doing Den of Thieves, too. They are. Really they are. Um, because he didn't actually get to make the movie he wanted the first time. I didn't dislike mm-hmm. Den of Thieves, but there's going to be a moment where I actually sat up, paused it, looked at the placement of the people in the bad guy's crew and mm-hmm. I said is he about to show them how that scene should have gone he stole the whole sequence and did it better than they could ever do it yeah I mean Den of Thieves wasn't horrible but it was also one of those things that was trying so hard to be heat that right. it, yeah. it overshot its own mark exactly you know so but what? there, but I, I mean, just the action choreography, it was blatant because mm-hmm. even the way, even the setup, mm-hmm. like that it was a heist and that they're moving somewhere 
and just that it's the end and it's the getaway. He mm-hmm. literally showed them what they should have done with mm-hmm. that sequence. Uh, absolutely. And if I hadn't already been all in with this movie before then, I was right. I was at that point um, where they were standing on the side at one of the things that was going on. And he's like, everybody cool. Can y'all get out of here? And someone's like, yeah, we should have soup for dinner. I was like, I hate all of you. Mm-hmm. Y'all are not taking it seriously. And that's when I realized this was going to get even messier than it ever was, because this is what Epic is supposed to look like. If you want to give me conflicted characters and then you want me to switch and be all in for the action, I'm all, not going to lie. I'm always going to be down for someone who knows good knife work. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just saying. And when it comes down to it, you know, I think this is how you should work out your anger with people. <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe skip the whole um, making your crew an assassin for hire crew. But, you know, you know, just the one the one offs. I got a knife. You got a knife. Let's go. I, I'm I, I'm da- I'm here for it. I'm kind of over gunfights. How about you? Yeah, no, no, I think it makes sense. I it, Like I said, it, it, it works for the, well, the other thing, too. You can do that. Let's see. Here's the thing. When you're making American films, you have to do gunfights because that's what Americans know for. We're known for guns. So it's, that's that's why that's why that happens. That because everything you know, everything's everything's guns with us Americans. Because, yeah, you know, and that's why people yeah. get stabbed and yeah. look so surprised when it happens. Yeah, so. Allegedly. Um, what would you give the film out of ten? This movie is nine and a half. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, especially knowing it's the last one we're getting from Benny Chan. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm a nine. Um, I think it was really good. I really enjoyed this. Um, like I said, it's got everything, again, to me, you're going to come for the ass kicking in the fights. You're going to stay for the actual story, engaging story where you actually care, like even for the back. And it's not even, and again, I'm going to walk it back to me. It's not even a villain agenda. Like you, you're not, you know, they're wrong, right? You know, they're a hundred percent wrong. You're not even like on some, well, maybe like, no, no, they're evil, but you're like, but you kind of you're rooting for them to take all the other evil dead people down with them before they get taken down themselves. You're like, you know what? You know what? Carry on your mission as you go about. Maybe kill less, less innocent people when you do it. But like, yeah, yeah. These other these other guys who, who lied on you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I that's when I realized I was like, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I hope you get all the way through your checklist before it's over for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not rooting for them to like get away scot-free or not pay for the collateral damage they were calling causing. I just wanted everybody who needed to go with them to, to go. go. Right. So it, th- th- this is my favorite kind of friends to enemies story where there's no loop back where, uh, there's nothing static about the confrontations. There's nothing. There's the, 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 the narrative is dynamic. And they don't flinch away from the fact that everybody lives in shades of gray, even if they don't want to. And it comes down to what you do when you're confronted with finding out that how you thought your world was working and the people who you thought you could trust might actually be the reason why you have a new enemy. So, yeah. And then Donnie, 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 you ain't gonna whoop your ass. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we and uh, surprisingly enough, we talked in detail, but I don't think we spoiled no. any of this movie. No, I'm no, there. no, no. I mean, everything's everything. I mean, no, because there's 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 a lot of other things that happen in this film that I think are, yeah, no. I I I enjoyed it. it had definitely how they pull this off and 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 when it is so. I think people when this when this does get released, it has a oh Friday. It makes its domestic release the thirteenth of August. Nice. So, um, yeah. So uh, definitely, when you can uh, check out Raging Fire, um, definitely, definitely something you want to check out. So, and um, yeah. So, stay tuned. We have plenty more reviews coming out. Um. Uh, we have, we're getting links for Candyman. I think we just got links for the Nighthouse. We have some other, uh, film festival review stuff coming in. I know, um, we'll be covering the Toronto Film Festival next month as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make the announcement now. Um, you all might not, it might be the first time that you do not get an opening night, um, or before opening night review from us for a Marvel film because, uh, they want us to go into the theater for Shang-Chi and I'm not doing that. Um, more than likely. So, um, we'll see. Uh, I'm, if, if Roe ends up going, then I'll try to go, but I am not writing a review for this and we're not, I'm not trying to catch that Delta variant, even with a vaccination. I'm good. Mm-mm. Not doing Mm-mm. that. And I'm not trying to do the inconvenience, especially when I know, I know, like literally for, for the house, they literally in the email, they're saying, oh yeah, our new streaming app for a uh, uh, first debut streaming app for, 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 the Disney, because it's a Fox, a formerly Fox Searchlight film, that means Disney's controlling it. So I'm like, you guys literally do have the platform and everything you guys need to give they, us screeners. You have yeah. it, and you're not doing it. So, no. Wait, did you not already have a debut account? I, I might. I don't know. I, 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 there's a thing. There are so many of these that, like, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I lose track. So it's not even like this is not possible. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm 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 gonna the soapbox. I'm not gonna. I don't feel that you are high enough on your soapbox. I think that you've been very circumspect. I think everybody at the MTR has kept their mouth. We haven't gone in on anybody online or on wax at all. We've cracked some jokes. I'm I'm just I'm just annoyed by this. The the whole thing is annoying. Like you can you can make these movies available, particularly for critics. You want critics to review your movies and get the word out so people can go there. So maybe people do risk their necks to go to the theater to see your fucking film during a pandemic with like, I li- I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm feeling this week. I literally just saw an article where Disney is, is definitely saying they're not doing um, uh, the release. They're not moving the release date or trying to release it on, on Disney plus, even with the surging of co- uh, with a Delta variant right now. And I'm just like, they're like, you well, we're going to see your movie. Oh, okay. All right. You've well, here's the other thing too. Like they've also they're also making it a 45 day release window. It means 45 days after it's been it's been released, it'll then be on streaming. So I'm like, all right, cool. See you in 45 days. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it'll oh, be it'll be on video on demand or Disney Plus in 45 days without being access. Hmm. I don't know if it's gonna without- be. I don't. I don't know if it'll be premium access or not. I don't know that. But I do know that these films right now for for the, for this. So 45 day release window. They used to be 90 days. So these are 45 day release windows. So a month and a half. Okay, cool. I can pretend like your film hasn't been released until a, a month and a half later. <clears throat> I will. I can absolutely do that. <laughs> Motherfuckers keep playing with me. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, like it's just, uh, if everyone, like, 
people get a taste of what they, they with these companies saying that they can't do this as a critic i am telling you they are full of fucking shit yeah. i actually have seen the first three episodes of what if already didn't even the ask for them. They send that shit to me. So it's like when it comes and, and it, same thing happened with Black Widow. I'm like, so you're telling me you guys you could do Black Widow, but you guys can't. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, look, I mean, everybody's got opinions about how this stuff is supposed to go down and it's turned into a big, huge mess during the film festivals. And, uh, and and New York just got caught all the way out because the New York Film Festival was catching all the smoke online and somebody shared the email response that they got when they asked why was the virtual portion of the film festival going to be so anemic and the person who they talked to flat out told them uh, filmmaker studios don't want to give us the screeners so we can't put together a press and industry uh, platform like we did last year. They flat out do not want to use it. So shout out to Fantasia Film Festival, where we got um, Raging Fire through. They put together a robust press and industry room where they rotate out the movies to give us a, a pretty good window. And we have a point of contact who tells us exactly who we need to contact if something was in person to ask for a screener. So that's how we got Raging Fire. Um, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it now. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it right now because I remember when this when this happened and I was literally cheering for the death of theaters, and we were like, "Oh no, crazy. guys! All this shit is all is, is theaters. Mm-hmm. Every single one of this is the theaters. The theaters are are, are are throwing fits and and doing all this stuff, and this is why. And it's y'all not- showed your priorities. We're not going to the theater as soon as stuff opened up. You showed them what your priorities were, and they're mad. Yeah, and 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 that's where this is, and. This is not about saving the little guy and stuff like. No, that's not what this is. It's, none of this is about this. This is about appeasing the, a, a dying system and doing this. It, I'm I'm yeah. very intrigued to see what Tiff does because Tiff has already they sent an email out about um I think about recently about that they were doing both uh remote and also in person. They sold, said something something in the email about what um. What were there some precautions or something like that? Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, let me see. I think see. yeah. yeah well, they're, I already they're, know. They're, they're, the I protocols know for talent. Who were planning to yeah. go to TIFF, whose plans have already been canceled for yeah. them. They said they're protocols for talent rights holders in press and industry. Like the opening, like one of the opening of their emails basically says that like yeah, right now um Canada is at is, yeah can as uh, August 9th, Canada is sixty one percent of Canada's population is fully vaccinated. Mm. I'm sorry, guys. Um. In, in 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 high school, that's a D, barely. You're you're less than two percent above an F. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll I'll do remote. I'm good. Nah. Yeah, but I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. But let's be real. They ain't gonna let people in unless I, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm 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 back up here's the thing. on here's the thing. with here's you here's and on Tiff with you. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading. I didn't. I didn't. Because I'm. I'm. I don't plan on going to Toronto Film Festival. I'm not planning on doing any kind of foreign travel this year, and I'm going to be doing remote. But literally, it says while quarantine is not required, travelers must also meet the pre-entry test requirements, provide a digital copy of vaccination documentation, provide COVID-19 related information electronically through the Arrive Canada app. 
prior to arrival in Canada. Provide a quarantine plan and be prepared to quarantine in case border agents determine they do not meet the necessary requirements. Be asymptomatic upon arrival. Participate in random COVID-19 testing. I am fucking good. Right. For, for, For a film festival? For a film festival. Get the fuck out of here. The fuck do you? Who the do you fuck do you think you are? How cost prohibitive that is? Do you? Who the fuck do you think? Do you think I give a shit about the film to do go through that Mm-mm. for a to to Mm-mm. do work? I'm again, bro. It's not even just to do for fun. This is to go to to, to do work. Work. Get the fuck out of here. Now imagine if you're not being under underwritten for this. If you're a true freelancer who's pitched and found places for taking work. Right. Imagine how much that costs. I'm good. They have they have let COVID nineteen be another way in which uh non-white, non-staff creatives who are in this space who write and work, and this is what we do. Are we're about to be foreclosed out, and God forbid you have some kind of dis- disability, obvious or invisible. Man, I can't go. My, I can't go. I'm good. Even I'm, if I wanted to go, I'm I can't good. go. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I can do I'm it from good. home. Like I mean, look, we put up Benville coverage. Go read the reviews. A lot of those pit projects are getting picked up. If you're interested in them. There are film festivals that have re- reasonably priced tickets that are coming down later that already know they need to have their mess together. So uh, if you're not in New York and you ain't already out here risking it all among the, the, the unwashed and unvaccinated, don't. Don't. Raging Fire will come somewhere where you can buy it and rent it and watch it. I know they're doing a theater release, but uh, Wellgo USA is real good about taking care of their domestic products and getting them to TV. So if these movies are your bag, put Raging Fire on your radar. You definitely want to see it. It's, I mean, they, they put their foot in this project. It's nice. It's a clean, sweet narrative. Man with a grudge and a knife. But I'm not recommending anybody be out here risking anything. It's like, because the only thing a vaccine does is keep you from dying immediately. And I don't know what science class any of the people around you took, but the one I took says, if at first you don't succeed, mutate and try again. And that's what COVID's doing. So you're not going to hear at least me on the MTR network telling you to take your life in your hands for nothing. Cause we ain't going to do it. Right. Right. Chris gonna be at home drinking some tea, playing some video games. Right. I don't got time for this bullshit. You guys are goddamn. <laughs> My boo, Chris, you're not gonna see it more. I will see it when it. Like I, I no longer suffer from FOMO. So Nick, this was, we got enough good stuff to come out that I'll. Be I got okay. over FOMO at 15. Right. Like I'm. Like, but yeah, I'm good. I can. They are. Yeah. I just found the article you were talking about, and deeper in it, it does says that uh, the 45 day lag it's still coming to premium access afterwards. Oh, chill. All right. Bet. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Here's how this is going to happen. Either I'm going to pick a really early uh, uh, opening, uh, a w- either during the weekend or like maybe Sunday. I find Sundays are usually really good for people to go to church. Um, so, uh, either a really early Sunday in an empty theater and go watch it solo with a mask on somewhere, or I'm going to wait and pay the fucking $30 and call it a fucking day. You know? I'm, hey, hey. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. You know what I think is going to happen? 
I think the week before it comes to Disney Plus, we're going to get a screener. Oh, that might happen too. That might, uh, you know what? That might actually happen too. I, you're, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you're right. Not, so I, 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 you know what? I'm just going to wait it out. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait it out. I'm, I'm waiting if it out. They don't, if they don't make it away so I can go to this and I can go see it safely, I'm not going. I'm yeah. not going to fight well, to try you know, to go to the movie you, theater. You know, here's the funny thing. But uh, I'm telling thing. you, Chris, I guarantee you, Shang Chi's not gonna make the money that they think it's gonna make. Well, no, and no, 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 no. But here's the thing: I don't think, I don't think Disney, I don't think Disney thinks that. I think Disney's going like, all right, theaters, cool, bet, all right, do your thing, mm-hmm. and then when it doesn't, because you know they talk all the theaters talk all that shit about Black Widow. And I was like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're doing, the, they're doing, okay, cool. We're gonna release it. We're gonna release it in, in uh, in, we're gonna forty five days. We're gonna be forty five days. Do your thing, and when it doesn't, uh, I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. We're not going to release it on, on Disney Plus and see, oh, look, we made more money on Disney Plus. No, Eternals no, this is, about that, this is about that lawsuit. There's, this is a, this is, there, no, 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 this no, no, is no, no, but no, 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 it's not. No, it, no it's, it's not really about the lawsuit. This was always the plan. So I've, I've known that this and Eternals and everything else were, were slated for theater only. They've been saying that for the yeah. entire time. I think they yeah. were going to change their mind until uh, somebody and somebody else decided they wanted to sue based uh, on AMC arguing. I think they were going to change their mind because of how well they did with the simul mm. release mm. and how how nicely their quarter closed up 30, 13% higher than anticipated by everybody, yeah, by their so, own internal numbers. I think they were going to change their mind with Shang-Chi. I also don't think that they think Shang-Chi is that good a movie. So what the, we might have just, you know, it might have just dropped the way some of the other ones dropped without being behind that paywall. But I think the reason why they're like, okay, no, 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 no. You're saying that, that this is that this is their this is evidence. This may have always been the plan. But the reason why they are sticking to it with this movie is because this is evidence. And this is going this anybody who doesn't understand what material breach of contract looks like, if this movie doesn't perform or outperform Black Widow, mm-hmm. y'all gonna find out real quick. This is evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. All right. I mean, cool. I mean, the Delta variant kicking up, people are requiring masks and things like that more. Mass, I mean, I saw the map. I saw the map of what everything uh, heating up. We we hear about. All right, cool. You guys. California's are... on fire again, y'all. All right, cool. Let's... Four times more land out here is already on fire than it was yeah, last time cool. this year. Right, the sky happens. lit up last night. All right, cool. Let's see what happens. But y'all think everybody going to the movies? Cool. But again, we got plenty of stuff coming for you that has since will come to VOD, will come to somewhere where it can get picked up and streamed relatively quickly. Even mm-hmm. if it does have a theater release, if you are going to the movie theaters, you'll be able to find a theater where it'll probably just be you to see it. You ain't gonna have to fight nobody. So I ain't gonna hold you on no Marvel movie, but it hurts to miss one. It hurts. It hurts, but I'll get over it. I mean, I got, plenty, I got, I got plenty of other Disney Plus content coming out. And by the time um, What If is done and Hawkeye is here, I'll be able to watch, you know, that on, on and, you know, so I'm good. So we'll watch Shang Chi for free, and then you get a spoiler review, right? So there you go. Probably be the whole crew that way, right? Exactly. So hey, it worked out for us. So anyway, folks, uh, thank you guys for sticking around for the rant. Um, we will be back soon. Like I said, despite that movie not being one that we can cover right now, or potentially we'll be covering, we got a bunch of other stuff we're covering. Like I said, um, Candyman is definitely we're getting a link for that. So. We should be getting links for that and uh, reviews for that next week. So stay tuned. We also, like I said, the Night House and some other uh, film festival stuff. So stay tuned for all that. 
and we'll be back uh, soon. Make sure you subscribe to uh, Movie Trailer Reviews on iTunes, Hitcher Radio, and Spotify. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.